Have you ever had a day when you just could not? Have you ever wondered why you work so hard and try so hard and nothing ever changes no matter what you do? I'm Connie Jones and I've been there too. And on the Warrior Arise podcast, we talk about how to get the breakthrough you need to live your best life and soar in next level success. It's a battle, but victory and prosperity are our inheritance. Let's take this promised land together. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Warrior Arise podcast, and I'm your host, Connie Jones. We are, um, we've got a, a treat, another treat for you today uh, with a dear friend of mine who is a very gifted and talented uh, professional organizer and a family management coach, um, Heidi Milton. And we're so excited to have her with us. I can't wait for you to hear um, all that she helps people um the freedom that she helps them get and to, to come out of that struggling, striving and surviving and to thrive in life um, on so many levels. So um, so Heidi provides personalized one-on-one home organizing services in the metro Atlanta area to help you find more order and peace through how you live, work and play while managing all the stuff that goes along with it. And we're going to talk about the stuff that goes along with it. Um, her mission is to help you create more space for living your best life Heidi's skills are always put to the test in her own home where she and her husband strive to keep their blended household of six and their golden retriever happily organized. So welcome, Heidi. We're so excited to have you today. Um, Just welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm pleased to be here. (laughs) Well, you and I have been friends for several years and when we met, I don't even remember how we met, but when we did, we hit it off. You're just one of the neatest people and neatest, and that wasn't a pun. That was not intended to be a pun, but, um, but it was, uh, but it's true. You're neat and you're neat. And thank you. (laughs) But you, you just have this way. um, The thing that I loved about you when I first met you is your heart and you, you care about helping people get unstuck and come out of that struggling, out of that struggle. And you do it at such a deep level. Like you really get it with people. Like you get the deeper levels of what's causing people to stay in the struggle with organization and management of their lives in every area. And so I can't wait for you to share about that today. And so speaking of that, um, I want you to just kind of share a little bit about who you are and what you are passionate about putting into the world. Like, how are you passionate about impacting people? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I'm i um only child. Um, I grew up in central Iowa and have lived a few places in the in the United States and have always been a naturally curious person who likes to try lots of new things um, and get to know lots of different people. Um, I have a natural inclination to want to understand why things are the way they are and what makes people tick. And, you know, I've always been a little bit interested in, you know, finding out, you know, personality differences. And I was always, you know, oh, I wonder what my Myers-Briggs type is. I wonder what this is. I wonder what that means. And so, yeah, I was always curious about that. And I was always um, very task oriented, um, but also more than that, very people and relation oriented. 
And so when I was reading the book, um, why you can't be anything you want to be, but you'll love being who God designed you to be. Um, I identified, you know, greatly with both of those things being a motivating factor. And, you know, so when I came upon the knowledge of, you know, professional organizing as a career, like it was a no brainer to me. I'm like, okay, all of these pieces just kind of aligned. And I think this is what my purpose is. Um, so, you know, putting the, task oriented, the curiosity minded, and, you know, trying to understand the why behind people do what they do and, you know, improve proficiencies, then yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let's make yeah. lives better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so you, you and w- at what age were you when you discovered your purpose? Like when you realized that? A young adult, young adult, you know, but, you know, it was when I was looking back, you know, like the different, the book I was reading, you know, it would suggest, well, what did you find yourself getting lost doing? You know, what would you lose time doing? And, you know, it, I was, I would lose time, you know, just working on improving an area. I would lose time, you know, just spending time with a friend, you know, and just getting caught up in, in conversing with them and, um, you know, I didn't shy away from helping them either. Like if there was a friend who was like, oh, I want to go out, but I can't until, you know, my room's clean. I'm like, oh, we got this. Let's do this. <laughs> they couldn't understand why I was okay with this. Let's just knock this out real quick. This will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't like, I wouldn't call myself a naturally organized person, like as a child at all, you know, but I would recognize that I would feel better you know, if I didn't have too much and, you know, I did, I did put two and two together that it was better when it was orderly, but it's not like I was this hardcore type a personality OCD. It must be this way. And that's definitely true too. You know, I will do speaking engagements on occasion. I usually always get that question. So is your house picture perfect? You know, is it like magazine, you know, are your family afraid of you? And (laughs) no, (laughs) not at all, you know, because that relational piece is a part of it too. And so like on the spectrum of like strong type A, I would identify more with a solid B plus. <laughs> yeah. You know how to, you know how to turn it on when you need to. And you're naturally gifted. This is what it sounds like. You're naturally gifted to do it, but it doesn't ever usurp your desire for a relationship and, and the connection that you love that piece too, which is what makes your clients love you so much because I refer to you a lot and I your clients love you oh thank you (laughs) they're like Heidi is just awesome and I'm like I know (laughs) so um yeah it's not a and 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 that that's one of the other things that I love about you is that you're soft in your approach too I mean you're firm when you need to be and you'll say the hard thing, but you're, you're really caring and compassionate and you understand the depths of, you're not just going in as a bulldozer and trying to just get a task done. You're really great with the people that you work with um, in caring for their heart and for the struggle that they have in, in the, the struggle of management that they have. Well, and everyone has their own different story of why they are, you know, reaching out to me to help them get to a certain level, you know, and so usually, you know, there's some kind of event or some kind of lack just of knowledge, you know, um, that is contributing to, you know, why they're in the state they're in and why they want to be out of it. 
Um, you know, some clients, you know, there is a life event that happens and, you know, they're quote unquote, I used to be so organized, but then this happened and everything piled up. And when it's at an overwhelming state, I can't see it in the same way because, you know, I could manage where I was before, but then everything stopped when, you know, there's an illness, everything stopped when there was a financial emergency, everything stopped when, you know, whatever. And, you know, so there is kind of like getting back to ground zero sometimes, um, or people inherit a lot of stuff. And then there's a little bit of okay, I don't know what to do with all of this. And sh- and I feel like I should, or I ought to. And so, you know, just, just being there to kind of hold space and help them figure out how they feel about it is huge, you know? And so, you know, helping them to think about it in a way they might not have otherwise, you know, or if they're dealing with a family member, you might feel some kind of slight judgment, or they might have their own opinions about how they think you should do it. And, So that's where that, you know, natural curiosity comes in. Like I just ask lots of questions. So (laughs) tell me how this came into your life. You know, why is this really important to you? You know, what is this something you wanted or is this something someone gave to you? When's the last time you used it? All, you know, questions like that. So sometimes they'll ask me, what do you think? And I will be honest, but I'm not going to come in there and, you know, be bossy McBosserson, what are you thinking? You don't need this. You know, it's not like that at all. Yeah, because and you've shared this years ago with me when we were talking about how you see this and some of the struggles that you have, um, that you that your clients have. Um, because some of it is real deep deeply rooted and some of it is based in some painful experiences. And so you really have to be um, well, you don't have to be, but you are um, very compassionate and caring through that because you're, I mean, technically you're helping people heal and and break free and get breakthroughs in their life. And and so, you know, what so what do you see? Like let's talk, let's, let's, let's talk about that. Let's dive deep into that because I want to, and then I want to ask you about some of the struggles in your own life and um, how you've overcome that, them too. But like as a professional organizer, what do you what do you see that keeps people, you know, stuck in bondage and in the struggle and settling for less than they were created for? And how do you help them get those breakthroughs? How do you help them heal through that? Yeah. I mean, I, I see a lot of just overwhelm, like things that have built up to a certain extent that they don't even know where to start. Like there are, sometimes it's just one room. Sometimes it's just one area. In some cases it's the whole house. And so the idea of, you know, taking that on, on their own is completely, it it doesn't seem manageable. It doesn't seem possible. And, you know, I've had many clients tell me, you know, just you being here, just your presence makes it seem like it could move forward. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it really comes down to decision-making. And if you're completely stalled, you don't know how to think about it because you're just assaulted with all the visual clutter and everything has a decision attached to it. Then, you know, just getting over that first few decisions and it, it builds the confidence um, that they're making the right decision or at least the right decision for them. And even, you know, if they think, I wish I could think differently about this, it's interesting to see how they'll come around sometimes after <laughs> we go through the first pass and they're like, you know what? I really don't need that. And, you know, they never, it's very rare 
it very, very rare that someone will say, I wish I hadn't done that, you know? Um, so it's a combination of just being overwhelmed and then, um, having that extra accountability. Like sometimes people will ask, you know, tell me what, what is it exactly you do and how you do it? And the best way I can describe it as like, I'm a personal trainer for your stuff. And so, you know, you could, you could, if you wanted to get in shape, you could research the different exercises to do. You could figure out the best diet to follow for your body type or whatever. You could figure that out. And then you could really be disciplined to show up for yourself and do the workouts. But, you know, the same is true for things, you know, in your life that you're trying to figure out. Maybe you haven't been taught or maybe you need to think about it differently. And so I'm like that extra accountability. I'm doing it with you. I'm not just saying, oh, this is what you do. And bye bye. Good luck to you. I'm like working through it with you. And, you know, we set regular appointments and it's not an all day thing. It's just a few hours at a time and you'll just know it's going to keep happening. It's going to keep moving and just seeing the progression made, like many people are very surprised at what we're able to accomplish in just a little bit of time. And they're very excited and they feel immediately just uh, peace, exhale. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So do people hire you for just like one-time projects too? Plus sometimes, I, I, I absolutely. Yes. Yeah. There's different, there's a definitely a spectrum of needs, you know, like some, some folks will be like, you know, I would just feel a lot better if I could just get this one area. If you could just help me think more creatively about this. I just, I'm, I'm stumped, you know, because every home is different. Every person's priorities and what that relates to with the stuff that goes along with it is different. And so just helping them think through what's the best way for right now. Um, and so maybe it's just a pantry, maybe it's just, you know, a filing system, maybe it's just a closet and that's fine. Um, and then there are completely different, you know, scenarios. Like I, I have a handful of clients that, you know, identify, on the like ADD, ADHD spectrum. And, you know, the feedback I get from them is, you know, I get so much more accomplished with you in three hours than I would in three months on my own on these, you know, goals in my, as it relates to my home. And, you know, sometimes, you know, if your brain is very easily distracted, then, you know, just having that productivity partner who's, you know, got the same goal as you, then you kind of can hitch your wagon <laughs> to that, so to speak. Mm -hmm. oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, so in a sense, you're, yeah, you're, you're a productivity partner, you're a family management um, um, professional organizer, you're a, you're a what, what did you call your, a, like a coach, personal trainer. Mm -hmm. That's what, yeah. You're almost like, you're almost like a coach in a sense for people stuff for, for, to help people manage their life is what I'm trying to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, well, so tell us some of the, like share, I'm putting you on the spot, but share some of the, what have been some of your favorite stories that where you've gotten some amazing transformation that was just really um, heart. I know all of them are heartwarming and, you know, and, and you, um, have great relationships with your clients, but what are some things that you've seen that have been like, wow, that's really powerful or that's really re rewarding. Yeah. Um, well, I do have a, um, a really neat story of, um, you know, just, it's just, there's a compound nature, like once you have success in one area and you build up confidence, then that it, it does carry over into other areas. And I had a client, um, she was a, um, still is, you know, a young mom and she was 
living in a small apartment with her son. And she had asked me to come help her, you know, get her, her items in order, um, you know, for a unique space that she had, you know, it was kind of a non-traditional living. Um, and so like I had helped her set up some new systems and we just went through all of her clothes and all of the toys for her son and things like that. And, um, she was, it was great. She thought it was fantastic. She felt like she could manage it a lot better, you know, as a single mom and still keep track of her son's things as well. And I heard from her about a year later after we finished and she said, everything's going great. Don't worry. I haven't fallen off the wagon or anything, but I just want to go through and, you know, be intentional and keep moving the, keep moving the needle forward on keeping things in order. And as it relates to my clothes specifically, and I'm like, okay, sounds great. And so I show up and a woman comes out of the door from, you know, with the building where she lives and I smiling at me and I'm smiling at her and it's my client, but I don't recognize her because she's lost a hundred pounds. Wow. <laughs> and so that's why we're going through her closet because, you know, she had transformed her body after she transformed her home. And she said, you know, after we you know, got my house in order, then that gave me the motivation and um, the confidence to get my body in order. And so that was just so cool. And I've had, you know, some business owners that have said the same thing, you know, once I've helped, you know, go through their entire house that kind of cleared up, you know, their mental ways, and they just got more energy and clarity and, you know, their, their business, you know, improved. And, and I'm like, that's just so cool. You know, I love, I love that they can, you know, grow beyond, you know, I, it didn't occur to me that that would have, you know, a compound effect, but it makes sense. Yes, absolutely. It all is, it, it all is our clutter. It's our energetic and it's clearing out the energy that no longer serves us. So whether it be physical, mental, emotional, um, whether we're clearing out our physical clutter or our emotional clutter or our mental clutter or, you know, things that just are heavy that we no longer need that we don't realize we just carry so much. And, um, and we hold on to things that we don't realize how they're impacting us in a negative way. And our body um, shows it through, you know, dis-ease of, and, and physical manifestations are, um, sometimes it shows through, you know, mental and emotional kinds of things, um, you know, anxiety, depression, when there's dis-ease, uh, when there's extra clutter or things that we're holding on to that we no longer need. And, but our house and our things don't necessarily show it that way, but it still is, it's heavy energy and burden that once cleared out is a, a, a new energy to be able to create, to, to open up space for other things to come in that are more aligned with who we want to be moving forward in our lives. And it's, amazing to watch that you don't realize how powerful that really is so um so in, in a sense I mean this is really your I mean you're serving your purpose and and this is it's your business but it's definitely your ministry too mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely you're, you're changing lives with this major transformation um well so and and do you help others like achieve their goals and their desires in life how do you like where do you even begin to start like how do you help them like do you help them from like start to finish sometimes do they even know what they really want and like do you help them set goals and 
And, and yeah, I mean, it's usually there's a lot of it to do with mostly it starts with, it always starts with, you know, their stuff, you know, but sometimes I have some clients where they're just, you know, they, they can't even think clearly because they've got a little bit of mental clutter going on. <laughs> and so, you know, for the clients that I see, you know, on a regular basis, I have some that I see like on a weekly basis and there's always something where we're moving forward on. And usually those are clients that are like in a transitionary place in life, you know, so they've got kids that are aging out. They've got, you know, parents that they're starting to take care of, you know, there's big life transitions. And so that really changes how they're managing the things in the home and um, who they're working with, you know, to, to manage it. And so there's lots of shifting and changing. And so it's not that they're just, you know, bad homemakers or terribly disorganized, you know, they're just managing a lot. And, you know, so there will be some times where it's like, okay, we need to clear some, some mental cobwebs, you know, let's just take a minute to talk about, okay, what's prioritizing, what's going to be the most important, what's going to bring you more peace, what's going to bring you more clarity. And then we can come back to what we started on (laughs) and, and make some effective decisions, Um, so, I mean, I think the best way to describe it is, you know, I can hold space while we're creating space, if that makes sense. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And I can imagine that you do that so well, so beautifully. Um, well, so let's, let's, um, let's come to you for just a minute and talk about some of the struggles that you've experienced along your journey. Um, and how you, um, you know, what have been the, the greatest, things that you have with and the, the bond, the things that have kept you kind of in the bondage that, you know, where we are, you know, we, we talk about this all the time on this podcast about living bravely, freely, and authentically um, in who you were created to be. And, um, you know, and how we settle for, because we don't know any better, we settle for struggling, striving, and surviving. Um, how did you, what are some of the things that kept you in the struggle, striving, and surviving along the way? And how have you broken free um, to be able to thrive more in your life and in your work? You know, one of the biggest, you know, struggles that I was forced to face was I did go through a divorce, um, a few years ago, like in 2016, 2017, and that wasn't necessarily expected. And I'm the type of person that I'm not afraid of a challenge, but, you know, I like to know what I'm dealing with. (laughs) Um, I like to like face it head on and like, let's just, you know, I, I, yeah, as long as I know what's happening, then I can feel confident and move forward. And, you know, there's some kind of, you know, I don't know if control is the right word, but, you know, I know I have the tools, you know, and I know that I have, you know, God's power and strength in me to, to meet that. Um, but you know, when things are uncertain or it's a bit of a surprise, then that, you know, kind of, you know, sends me on a little unawares sometimes. And, you know, when, because I'm so relationally driven, you know, I had, when you build your life with someone and you think it's going to go a certain way, um, and then it turns out it's not, um, then, you know, that kind of forces you to look at yourself (laughs) and question, you know, what is my place in this? And, um, so that was, you know, I, there was definitely a lot of sifting, you know, just internally that, that, that happened. And I had to change how I thought about making decisions because so much of my decisions involved this other person and no more was I, you know, required 
or to feel like, you know, there was a, a high need to consult with this other person about making my life decisions when so much of that, you know, for, you know, 16 years, you know, much of my life was pointed a certain way and moving in a certain way because I was in relationship with this other person and I wanted to support them. And so, yeah, there was a big monumental shift of just how am I operating life? And, you know, I even questioned during that time, am I going to continue this business I've built? I mean, how much of this change is going to change me? And, you know, it's a big identity, you know, figuring that out and still trying to manage life just in the day to day. Cause I had children, um, you know, we have a blended household now, but at the time, you know, I was a newly single mom. And so just trying to figure out what does this mean for me in this regard as well. And, you know, being a driver and wanting to be productive. I, yeah, it was just a lot, <laughs> a lot to, to filter through for sure. It was almost like you were thrown your, well, it was not almost like it really is like you were thrown your own, I don't want to say mess. That's not what I'm, I'm not trying to like classify it as that way, but like you were almost kind of thrown your own thing, your own pile of stuff that felt like completely out of your control. Wait, this, I didn't create this mess. This was not, I mean, this, this is not where this is supposed to be. This is like, and here it was kind of thrown in your lap and you felt like you had no control over it is what I'm hearing. And then, and you were like, okay, well, I know how to sort through everybody else's and help them sort through their mess. But like, how do I sort through this one that's mine that I didn't create? That's tough. And then the feeling of uncertainty in the midst of it and the pain and the struggle in the midst of it, like, wow. So how did you get through that? Like what, what, what finally, if you could give us a couple of things that like really helped you, um, you know, get your bearings and work through that and come on the other side of it. And now you're thriving. Um, what, what, how did you get there? Well, I mean, you are a big part of that, Miss Connie Jones. <laughs> yes, you were. You and a handful of, you know, other people that were just speaking light and truth, you know, and because when you're going through a dark time, you, you know, whatever you focus on expands. And so I could choose to sit and dwell and stew on poor me. And I can't believe this is happening. And it's just, my life is just horrible you know, or I could choose to feel like, well, what, what can I do now? What's next? And so I am very much of a onward and upward. And, you know, so I'm going to be honest about what's happening and I'm not going to like it, but I'm not going to sit there. <laughs> and um, so I like to surround myself with people that are, you know, that I, that I admire, that I respect, that I know is going to help me see you know, me for who I am is going to remind me of who I am in God's sight. And, you know, be, yeah, sometimes you just need someone to remind you of that, you know, if you are having a hard time, you know, receiving it in your own heart. And, you know, God was very close. I mean, I was seeking him very, very desperately, just clinging on, like, um, you know, I, I think it might've been you that even shared with me, you know, you can just pray a prayer that's, I don't know what you're doing, God, but I know you. And I can just rest in that and I don't have to have all the answers and I'm just going to take it one step at a time. You know, I had friends that would tell me, you know, you know, remind me of the Bible verse, do not be anxious about anything. You know, you know what you have in front of you today, take care of what you can today, 
and one step at a time. And that's, that's just like it is with my clients. Like, okay, one piece of thing at a time. What is this? What is the purpose of this? Is this important? <laughs> then on to the next. You know, so. We have to apply. And, you know, and, and it's like, we are constantly as helpers, as change makers in the world, as the healers, we're constantly having to do our own work alongside of our clients and exactly like you said then you know you're having to apply the things and it's hard when you're in the fishbowl when you yes <laughs> it's like oh wait but those same things that you tell other people you have to tell yourself and believe for you and that's so amazing there, there's something I want to share um just for you and me and just because it just came to my mind and our um and our listeners um that I I go to um Passion City Church and um and Louie was preaching yesterday at Louie Giglio and he said two things that were just like he was talking about a transformed mind versus a um conformed mind and he was um he the two points he made is he said a transformed mind is secure and it's informed by the cross. It's not informed by the circumstances or the crowd. And so, you know, and so exactly, that's exactly what you're talking about is like you kept your mind and you surrounded yourself with people who helped keep your mind in that transformed state of who you really are and how secure you are because of how loved you are and whose you are that despite the fact that your circumstances looked really bleak and dark and scary and uncertain that you could feel secure in the midst of it. And so you kept that transformed mind. And the second one that he said was a transformed mind is confident of victory and a conformed mind is doubt filled and feels defeated. And it builds out and gives up in its circumstances when, you know, God is near and he's here and we can just, we can be confident in the process even in the out, the ultimate outcome of our process, even though we feel like we are in the midst of a, a storm or a, you know, like, gosh, Lord, I didn't ask for this. This is not, you know, this is not what I pictured at all. And, and we all have those times in our lives where the story doesn't, the story doesn't, we don't get to write the story. Um, and so we just have to, I love that you, that you that's in essence kind of what you said is that you were reminded of who you are and whose you are so you began to work through the things that you know to be true that you help everybody else do even when it didn't look like it was going to um be a positive outcome but good for you that you were courageous enough to do that because it was easy to and I mean, being a single mom on top of, you know, running a business on top of, you know, managing a household. Uh, and that was, that was a lot. Wow. That was and a lot. <laughs> and blended family and wow, you've done it. It's amazing. So how is that, um, what are like, what are some, a couple of things that you've learned most about yourself in the last few years? I'm really putting you on the spot now. Anything in particular that? Um, what have I learned about myself? Oh, about life. Yeah, about life. I mean, just I've learned to just really enjoy and embrace the very, very simple pleasures. You know, like so much of life is like 
speeding ahead to what's the next big thing? What's the next thing um, like to see happen in life? You know, what will, what will life be like when the kids are this age and we can do this? What will it be like, you know, and, you know, we'd have some kind of life goal or when this happens, but you know, when, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, I've been much more mindful to find, you know, joy in the simplicity and gratitude in the very, 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 very smallest of places. <laughs> like, you know, when you're young, you know, in your twenties and you're just starting out, it's just like, life is going to be, I'm going to make it when I'm here. I'm going to make it when I'm there. <laughs> and anymore, I'm just like, wow, it's such a beautiful day. This breeze is fantastic. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm good. You know, of course there are things I'm still looking forward to and I have big goals and ambitions, but I've just learned to slow down and, you know, enjoy the very, very simple, precious moments. Um, That's beautiful. So, yes. That is, that, it does make all the difference in the world because, you know, um, that is, when we're content, when we learn to um, train ourselves to be content and to be gratitude, to be, to be grateful, then that is the, then, you know, what, what we appreciate appreciates. And yes, it, <laughs> very much. It really does. It really does happen that way. It's that energetic, you know, the way that energy multiplies. Um, and then relinquishing control, I would say, you know, a parent being a parent humbles you, especially as, you know, kids grow into being who they are despite who you are trying to mold them and would like to see them and just you know trying to yeah be a, a guide and be you know present um yeah it's an ongoing it's a humble a very humbling experience you know to see your kids become you know who they're trying to figure out who they are and um so that that has been a very you know current day you know experience and, you know, trying to embrace who they're becoming and encourage where they're going, um, but still try to be a little bit of a, <laughs> you know, influences as, the, as much as they'll allow. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do you, um, do you agree that your own struggles, like, have made you better at what you do? Can you see how the Lord has worked those into you being Absolutely. I mean, that definitely plays into, I mean, I've always been a very naturally compassionate and empathetic person. Just that's just in my you're DNA. Kind of, kind of a, I mean, you, you really are somewhat of a therapist with people, with your clients. Yeah. I mean, I've had them say that to me, you know, they're, they're sometimes they'll say, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is cheaper than therapy and I'm getting something done. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, but you know, being honest, like I have no problem, like identifying how I feel about something. I feel something deeply and I don't have a problem expressing it. And so I'm a natural bent towards, you know, understanding like, okay, yeah, this person is in a state that they're not happy with, but you know, there's something they're struggling with, you know, uh, you know, every, like there's a quote, be kind, everyone's fighting some kind of battle. And I'm very attuned to that, you know? And so and, you know, usually, you know, they're kind of down on themselves for, you know, why they're having me come and they're kind of shameful sometimes. And so I'm always trying to look for a way to encourage them, you know, in spite of where they are, you know, I always find something positive if I can, you know, 
I'm not, I'm not a gardener. So anytime someone has plants, I'm like, wow, that is fantastic. That is amazing. <laughs> You're so good at that. And, you know, sometimes they have like very beautiful paint colors selected. And so I'll try to make an effort to, to notice, you know, where they're, where they're succeeding and, and try to encourage them. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, you had said a few minutes ago in the midst of us talking about this, that um, you had big aspirations and dreams and goals. And so what are some of those? Where do you, like, if you could, um, you know, let that passion just come out of you and you'd love to see, like, what kind of transformation would you like to create in the world with what God has put in you? Well, what kind of transformation? I, you know, I'm still trying to figure that out. I mean, I'm fine just coming as I am and showing up for people for what I can do, you know, but it's just interesting how, you know, where life will twist and turn, you know, you know, what my goals were when I was a young adult is I wanted to become an actress. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, would I really like in an alternate universe, you know, would I try to pursue that? No, I wouldn't. I'm perfectly fine where I am. And Um, but yeah, it's just interesting. Like I was really committed to that, you know, path and, you know, I, I was got my degree and, you know, at the behest of my parents, like, you can go try that. Just, just do this first. I'm like, okay, I will do that. And then I'm done. And, you know, life took a different turn. I was okay with that. (laughs) So, mm -hmm. but no, I mean, I just, I'm very invested in my family. You know, I want to see, you know, the next generation, I want to feel like, you know, I'm giving them my best um, so that, you know, they can, I can feel like I, I gave what I could to help them, you know, be as prepared as I can, you know, for the world as, as they'll allow, you know. <laughs> and so, you know, I want to feel, yeah, I want to feel like I'm intentional, you know, that's my biggest aspiration that, you know, I'm doing things on purpose and with, with purpose. Um so that's kind of where I am, you know, in, in the midst, you know, so as far as grandiose goals, like, yeah, one, one day at a time is where I'm at, to be very honest. <laughs> yeah, but, but I love that you said, I mean, I don't think there could be a better goal than to be present, be grateful, be connected with God, because you've pretty much said that, and to be in purpose and on purpose. I mean, I think that's like that if we're all living there wow, we're, we're going to have an amazing life. You know, I mean, I don't mean that everything, because when I say struggling, striving and surviving is not our, our portion, it doesn't mean that we won't have some struggles. It doesn't mean that, it means that life is not an everyday struggle. It means that we learn to live in victory and we learn to live who we're created to be in purpose and with passion and enjoy and um, in, in abundance, not, not the constant struggle, but, um, and so, we'll, and I love that you, that you've come to that, that you're, that's just such a beautiful, peaceful place that you can be grateful, present in purpose and on purpose. Like you need to write a statement and like, <laughs> that's, that's really cool. But like how, um, what, so what are the, some of the key practices and, and, in including spiritually, you know, got like, um, your relationship with God that you've implemented that allow you to be your best, healthiest, happiest you and live present, gratitude or grateful, um, in purpose and on purpose. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just setting up those, you know, the habits, um, you know, is it doesn't, it doesn't happen without intention. 
And, you know, so it's just, you know, our minds are fickle and, you know, so just remembering that, that you have to constantly be renewing them and reminding yourself of his truth. And so just, you know, showing up um, with an open mind and an open heart and being teachable, you know, when you go um, to church on Sunday morning, it's, you know, coming and reading the word with intention to, you know, see, you know, what truth do I need to be reminded of? Um, it's, uh, yeah, not, not relying on my own strength, which is very tempting because, you know, when you're a fixer and a doer, um, it's tempting to think, oh, I've got this and no, I really need to ask, you know, and sometimes the answer is wait. (laughs) Sometimes the answer is, you know, wait and see, um, and see what I can do more than what you can do. And, and just being trusting. Um, so yeah, just those habits of the mind are so powerful and not, not sitting in the feelings too long. Um, you know, one of the books that influenced me the greatly was by Joyce Meyer's battlefield of the mind and, you know, just testing your thoughts, like just because a thought comes in your mind, you know, just be in the habit of not coming to agreement with that right away. Um, so challenging that. And so those are some of just the basics, you know, and um, yeah, I think the phrase from the book is don't believe everything you think, you know, so yeah, I mean, just being in the habit of mindfulness and being in the habit of being humble and being willing to receive what whatever he has. Um, that's just been a constant, you know, circular thing. <laughs> you think it's going to go smoothly and then, oh, a bump in the road comes and oh, okay, let me just recenter. <laughs> Um, but yeah, having those habits for the daily, for the weekly, um, and then surrounding yourself with people, you know, that have the same goals. Yeah, because we are, we're created for connection and community and support. And we need that, you know, we, that's the very time that we want to back away and isolate and, you know, into, well, I've, you know, um, into our shame or into whatever, you know, and it's just not the way that we were, we need each other. It's not the way that we were created. Um, so, well, well, so to, to end us, um, or to close us out, what, how about those people out there who are in the struggle right now and they're trying to make it in their life and they're, you know, and they're in the clutter and they've got, you know, no matter what kind of clutter it is, or they're overwhelmed or they're over, you know, um, uh, something that they're, they're, they're disorganized and that's not a judgment. That's just, that's, that feels like their reality. What do you want them to know that will give them permission or give them hope, give them permission to, um, to feel hope and then to have hope? Well, I mean, I think the most powerful tool you can have if you're trying to get organized is, you know, like what we've been talking about, having the the mindset. So believing, you know, if you understand and you think that life is going to be better, if you can, you know, declutter and lighten your load or, you know, create order in your life so you can pursue what is most important. And then, you know, just deciding, yes, I'm, I'm worth doing that. It's, I deserve to have that available to me and creating, make, making it a priority, you know, so just as you make an appointment, you know, for yourself to keep yourself healthy, you know, whether that's dental health or, you know, your annual physical, you know, you make time for what is important. 
And so it's just setting aside that time, even if it's just 15 minutes. And usually that's the hardest part is just getting started. And, you know, and if, if it is overwhelming, don't be afraid to ask for help, you know, ask the right person, the person who you know is going to support you and it's going to be cheering you on. And even if that, even if you have like a partner across the country and like, Hey, you want to get organized too. Right. And then you call each other and you tell, what did you work on today? And, you know, you can kind of motivate each other, but, you know, just set a timer, see how much you can get through, make some decisions. Um, and you'll be surprised, (laughs) you know, it'll seem, it seems harder, but once you can kind of get over that inertia, then it it becomes easier, you know, just like when you're doing exercises, you know, when you're working a muscle group, you haven't before it's painful. Um, but the more you keep at it and keep showing up, it'll get easier and you'll get stronger. Um, so the same is true with any goal, you know, it seems hard and it seems intimidating, but if you can write, you know, just make that decision, have the mindset, you're going to do it and you show up for yourself and you do, and then you'll look back and see the results and hopefully that'll keep you going. Oh, I love that. You know, and there's in, in anything that, you know, we just need to be, we need to listen to those callings, to those yearnings. And our, if, if you know, deep inside that there needs to be some clearing, if, there, if, if you want the relief from that burden and that heaviness, no matter what it is, if it's organizing your house, if it's organizing your life, it's, if it's organizing your emotions or, you know, you know, not managing or organizing your emotions, but like, but he, and, 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 um, you know, whatever that is, if you're your business, if it's your, your career, your family, then listen to that calling. I am just, you know, don't just keep turning a, a blind eye to it because the, before long, that whisper is going to become a roar and it's going to come out when it starts to the, to the roar part, there starts to become some, um, some significant negative consequences. And I just, it's makes me sad when people get to that place where they're experiencing, um, you know, physical ailments or, you know, constant stress, or they're just miserable or they're depressed, or they just can't, you know, or it's keeping them from their purpose because they can't make that greater impact because of something that they feel that feels too big for them, but they're afraid to ask for help. And I just have a heart for like, you, you know, you don't have to stay there. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> You've asked for help. I've asked for help. We've both had help and you know, we'll continue to have help. And, um, and it's, it's just, there's, there's nothing wrong with needing a partner in it. And so, so anything else before we, before we go that we hadn't said? I mean, so one, one quote that I'm going to be sharing, um, I have a couple, you know, social media outlets and I try to share either some tips or quotes or, you know, examples of work I've done. And one I'm going to share soon is, um, by Tony Robbins and it's change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you want to do it and you know why you should do it, but until it becomes a really, really big issue, you know, that's, what's going to catapult you into, you know, the, a different way. And, um, so yeah, I would just challenge, you know, anyone who's in that in between, like, okay, well, would I rather have the pain, the, 
little bit of itchiness trying something different than just staying stuck here and keep having the same old broken record chain pain. Exactly right. That is exactly right. And I will, we will absolutely make sure that your social media handles and your um, contact information are all on the show notes so people can find you and, and join your, and um, join your Facebook and Instagram. Um, and, um, and then reach out if they need, need your help. So Thanks so much for being with us today and for your heart and the change that you're making in the world and your, um, and your wisdom and your vulnerability today. It's, I'm sure it's inspired and touched people. And, um, so thanks so much for that. And, um, all right, you guys, well, we will see you right back here on another episode of the Warrior Rise podcast. I am so glad you joined us today. I hope you are inspired and empowered and that you um, that something um, really spoke deeply to you and transformed something inside um, in some way today. And if it did, please feel free to share this with someone, someone that you feel it will also inspire or create some powerful transformation in their life. And we'll see you next time on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining me today on the Warrior Arise podcast. I hope you were inspired and empowered to live and lead bravely, freely, and authentically you. I look forward to our next episode together, and I invite you to subscribe to be notified of new episodes as they are released. If this podcast impacted you, share it with a friend or a loved one. Also, please write a review on iTunes.